I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Thursday, October 13th. Fox Rock Properties of Quincy will make payments into the city's Affordable Housing Trust Fund rather than paying property taxes on three large developments. The Affordable Housing Trust Committee approved Fox Rock's total payment of about $6 million. Fox Rock will pay almost $542,000 for renovating the former Masonic Temple and $1.1 million for its new apartment building at the former Citizens Bank location on Hancock Street in Quincy Center, and over $4.1 million for its new housing development at the site of the former Quincy Medical Center on Whitwell Street. The committee also approved a payment of just over $2 million for a new 16-story, 240-unit apartment building on Hancock Street in North Quincy, by Tremont Quincy developers. The Affordable Housing Trust Fund is used to help low-income first-time homebuyers in Quincy and also to develop new affordable housing. A Quincy man is facing charges after tossing a cup of hot coffee in the face of another man at a Quincy Dunkin' Donuts. Police say 42-year-old Jason Bly got into an argument with another man at the Dunkin' Donuts on Southern Artery at about 7.30 yesterday morning. Bly allegedly threw a large hot coffee in the other man's face and fled down Brackett Street, leaving his 15-year-old son and his car behind. Bly was arrested a short time later and charged with assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. The victim was not seriously hurt. Police say the same two men were arguing in that same shop last week. The boy's mother and the Department of Children and Families will also be notified. At a gathering with more than 50 local leaders and organizations present outside Franklin Park yesterday, Dr. Jean McGuire was hailed as a political matriarch in the community. McGuire was stabbed in a seemingly random attack as she walked her dog in Franklin Park near her Roxbury home on Tuesday night. The 91-year-old is a civil rights pioneer, the first black woman on the Boston School Committee, and the founder of the Medco program. McGuire is expected to make a full recovery, but her stabbing sparked outrage among faith and community leaders. In the wake of the murder of a 14-year-old boy in Roxbury on Monday, followed by the stabbing of Dr. McGuire, Leaders in Dorchester and Roxbury are demanding a safety plan from the mayor and the new Boston Police Commissioner. The leaders explain that while their neighborhoods see a disproportionate level of crime, they don't feel an appropriate amount of city resources are being allocated to react or prevent future crime. According to Boston Police data, there is a disproportionate amount of certain crimes in Dorchester and Roxbury. There is a dire shortage of school nurses in Massachusetts, and it could be a problem for years. Catherine Hampson is president of the Massachusetts School Nursing Association. She says school nurses have a unique job that not only requires the heart, but the hardiness to see it through, which may be why schools across the state are facing a shortage. Substitute nurses are also in demand, creating another set of challenges. Hampson said nursing is an aging population, and many young people are choosing not to go into the profession. She said another reason for the nursing staff shortage has been the pandemic over the past two years. Nurses have been overwhelmed by not only trying to keep the students safe, but themselves safe as well. 
To help find a solution, the Massachusetts School Nursing Association is working closely with state officials to adjust what is required of school nurses to get hired and to find ways to attract high school students to the profession. A group of progressive Democrats will push to set a $6,500 limit on the maximum tax credit high-income earners in Massachusetts can receive under a mandatory refund law known as Chapter 62F, taking aim at the policy less than a month before the Baker administration expects to begin shipping out cash. Cambridge Representative Mike Conley filed a bill yesterday that would reshape the 1986 voter-approved law requiring the state to return excess tax collections on a proportional basis equal to the amount of income tax they paid. The law has only been triggered twice since its passage. The legislation would cap any 62F credit at $6,500. Roughly the amount a taxpayer who earned a million dollars in 2021 would receive in the current batch of refunds. If any taxpayer who earns a million dollars or more is due a larger amount, the bill would require the administration to slice off the overage above $6,500 and redistribute it equally to all other taxpayers whose credits don't hit the cap. Critics of the law, which was last triggered in 1987, argue that the formula puts the state's richest taxpayers in line to receive checks worth tens of thousands of dollars, while offering lower-income earners for whom the refunds would make more of a difference in significant amounts. Democratic legislative leaders have signaled They do not have much appetite to intervene and change the 62F process before money begins to flow in November, a step that would be challenging to accomplish since a single objection can stall any bill during the informal sessions on deck for the remainder of the term, but might be interested in rethinking the formula for future years. The Massachusetts Gaming Commission is planning to launch in-person sports betting in the state in late January, just in time for the Super Bowl. The commission set a timeline at a meeting last week aiming to start in-person sports betting in late January at casinos and mobile sports betting in early March. The commissioners couldn't agree on a timeline at a meeting the day before and said last Friday the target dates may be too aggressive and could still be pushed back. Governor Baker signed a bill in August legalizing betting on professional and collegiate sports, joining more than 30 other states, including several neighbors. Baker said he supports it because state residents are already traveling to Rhode Island, New Hampshire, New York, and Connecticut to place legal wagers. The U.S. Supreme Court in 2018 ruled that banning sports betting was unconstitutional. The Gaming Commission released a survey that it's requiring companies applying for a sports wagering operator license and vendors to those potential licensees to complete. Survey seeks specific company information before the full applications are due. More animals arrived from Florida yesterday and will be available for adoption soon. The MSPCA Angel and Northeast Animal Shelter received 31 cats and nine dogs at Bradley International Airport in Connecticut. The two groups are also sending staff to Florida to help the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals with recovery efforts. 
The first team headed to Florida this week and will be there until November. Before the transport yesterday, the organizations had already taken in 91 cats from Florida ahead of Hurricane Ian. The majority of the cats transported over the past couple of weeks are available for adoption. The animals that arrived yesterday will be available after their quarantine period once they receive any medical care that they need. The New England Patriots owner Bob Kraft and his family's foundation are giving a historic gift in support of community health and health equity to Mass General Hospital, a founding member of Mass General Brigham. The $50 million donation is the largest gift of its kind in the hospital's 211-year history. In an exclusive interview about the gift, Kraft said his commitment to health equity began when his late wife was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Past gifts from the Kraft family included financial support for recruiting doctors to jobs in underserved communities and a previous donation that created the Kraft Center for Community Health. Hospital officials said much of Kraft's new gift will be used to create a permanent Robert Kraft Endowed Chair in Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, addressing health disparities in clinical care at Mass General. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 28 points. NASDAQ dropped 9. S&P fell 11. Asian stocks are lower. The dollar rose, the euro is down, oil at $87 a barrel. In sports, the Bruins win their season opener in Washington last night against the Capitals. 5-2, they will host the Arizona Coyotes at the Garden Saturday night at 7. The National Weather Service forecast for today, scattered showers and a high 70. Heavy rain and gusty winds tonight. The low of 53, lingering showers tomorrow, high of 68, sunny 70 on Saturday, partly sunny 68 on Sunday. For the boater, waves about 2 feet, southeast winds could gust to 25 knots later at a high tide right before 2.30 this afternoon. Sunrise at 6.54, set at 6.05. Reminder, the Four River Bridge scheduled to open at 9 a.m., Also a reminder, curbside collection of trash and recycling is delayed one day this week in Quincy due to the holiday back on Monday. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Thursday, October 13th.